Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And you're the Soulmateies. You're the fans. Yeah. Aboard our ship. <laughs> uh, yeah. Our rocky ship. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're kidding. Stay. Stay and talk about K-pop. Hang out with us. We're just two gals being pals in one gal's bedroom on her bed, hanging out. Yeah. On this week's episode, Doggy Stairs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> My bed's up really high, and uh, Emily requested me to get Doggy Stairs. I have to, like, do the pole <laughs> to get on this freaking bed. Like, I have to... <laughs> I have to Jessica Jones jump on this bed. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. the other things we're going to be talking about this week are the... Got own chart K-pop awards from 2015, right? Yeah, 2015. 2015. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, DC's superhero girls, and also um, Taemin's new songs and upcoming album. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Here to support you. I almost said Tae Yang, but I was like, "That's not right. <laughs> Wrong person." Ring a ling a ling, ring a ling a ling. Um, when are you coming out with the music, though, Tae Yang? Just I saying. Know. Just okay. saying. Before we get started, I was listening, as I do at work, to Pandora, of course, because <laughs> I like a little surprise. Uh huh. Spotify is good when you know what you want to listen to, but Pandora is good if you kind of know the mood that you want. And uh, you don't want to think about putting on a playlist. There are mood playlists on Spotify. Let me like Pandora. Okay, okay I'll let you like Pandora. All right, Suburban Mom, let's go. What uh, up? Okay, so I listen to the Girls' Generation station a lot, uh-huh. and I put it on, and I'm like, okay, time to get ready to freaking work at 8 a.m. And the first song that comes on is Expect by Girls' Day, and I was like, oh my god, this takes me back to a moment in time. Yes. In 2013. Yes. This was like my favorite song off of their first album. They haven't really released anything pretty much since. Not Nothing too big. But I love that song. That is a underrated album that was... I know that song was popular at the time, but it should still be popular. It is that good. Isn't it the song that's like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're doing like a butt movement. Yeah. Butt wiping. Butt with, dancing. With uh, suspenders. Yes. Yes, I remember that now. And, and then she's like... The robot voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have said the Korean, but I know I'm mispronouncing it, so I'm not going to. But you all, you get the idea. You know. You know. You know. So... Once this podcast is done, please go to YouTube and listen to that, because it's been stuck in my head all day. It's good stuff, yo. Yeah. Okay. The the K-pop awards. They didn't happen too, too recently, but they did happen between now and the last time we posted a podcast. So we're talking about it. It's free reign. They also sort of came out around the Grammys, sort of. It's it, January. That's when award shit comes out. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting about this is that the awards focus more on songs and albums rather than musicians, which, I mean, that's so K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> that is so K-pop. Yeah. And award finalists are based on the previous year's um, year-end chart performance according to data from sales of songs and albums. Buying albums is still important in Korea. Mm -hmm. People, oh my god, producers release EPs all the time with 
one single on it and then like an instrumental track and then a remix and yeah people are still like oh i better go buy it you know the amount of eps because i was doing some research for the panel we did at swampcon the amount of eps some artists have released is like eight or nine and they haven't even released they released maybe one studio album and that's it unless you're fx yeah, unless you're FX, <laughs> in which case you're pretty much guaranteed an album, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they give FX TLC to actually work on a whole album. Yep. As I was talking about, it's a little weird the way that they do awards, um, but basically the song slash artist of the year is, is broken down into 12 different categories for based on the months. So, and then they have, like, a year-round, like, rookie award, and then top artists and stuff like that. Right, so do you just want to go through them? Yeah, uh, I'll list them off. So January, the song-slash-artist of the year was Mad Clown. For February, it was Nall. March was MC Mong. April was Miss A. Hey, Miss A. You don't need a man. You got an award. <laughs> I don't need a man. I don't need a man. <laughs> in May, it was Big Bang. And in June, it was Big Bang. And I'm not shocked. <laughs> And July was also Big Bang, and so was August. Popular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, September was Icon, which they came out with Dumb and Dumber. October was Taeyeon, and November was Zico, December was Psy. No surprise. No surprise. And um, the album of the year for the first quarter was EXO's Exodus. The second quarter was EXO Love Me Right. The third quarter was Super Junior Devil, and the fourth quarter was EXO Sing For You. You think EXO's popular? Just a little. Just a little. So the new Artist of the Year Rookie Award went to G-Friend as the girl group I'm supposing, and Icon as the boy group. Yeah. And the World Rookie Award, which I'm guessing is like an all-time sales for the year, Yeah, went to 17 in AOA. Guys, AOA is... It's such a good band. Like, I'm not even going to front. Some of their songs in the beginning, I was like, I don't know. But Heart Attack, banger. Mm-hmm. Also, Like a Cat was also Oh a my god, one. yeah. They, they are stepping up their game. Yes, they are. And the Hot Trend Alert, which I'm guessing, you know. <laughs> yeah, hot, hot Trend Award, I guess, maybe, like... Uh, Social media stuff. Maybe, is went to BAP and also uh, Bake Ayan. Yeah. Bake Ayan. Yeah, who is a woman. Who is a woman, yes. So it, it's male-female, so. Yep. And then K-pop World Star Award is BTS. And then the fans voted. And guess who won the fan popularity vote? EXO! Yeah, EXO. Yeah. And Hot Performance Award went to Red Velvet and Vix. And honestly, they both deserve that. They, they are awesome performers. Yep. Yes, our 2015 faves. They are great performers, so they definitely deserve that. And then they have genre awards. You know how um, some stuff is like more indie, some stuff is more R&B, some stuff is more hip-hop. Um, they have those as well. They have Mino for hip-hop, Hyuko for indie, Lee A. Ron for trot, and Zion T for R&B. Yeah, I've, I've heard of Zion T. What genre is trot? Is that like jazz? I don't know. <laughs> it's like... What is the trot genre? Does it make you want to trot around? <laughs> Guess who's unprepared yet again because we have very busy lives. <laughs> Us. Uh, producer of the year was Yang Hyung Sok, and then they have a bunch of awards that's like lyricist, most, oh, okay, most influential group of Asia went to Big Bang. 
Uh, I mean, when your government uses your music as propaganda, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, stylist of the year. That's really interesting that they honor stylists. Well, if you think about it, I think style is extremely important, um, especially in all the music videos, and you know that each group has their own specific style, and even in some groups, every member has their own specific style. So, like, um, Amber of FX has a completely different style from... Luna. Luna, yeah, in FX. So, I think style is extremely important. Also... I don't know. It seems like South Korea like likes to have like, you know, someone has a cute style, someone has like a sexy style. So I think all of that plays into why there would be a stylist of the year. There's like costumer awards and stuff. Not the Grammys though. No. Well, actually, are you sure? I don't know. I feel like there might be. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like they give awards for everything and they just don't talk about them because we don't care about the behind the scenes people. They only televise about like six or seven awards, but yeah. the, the Grammys go on all day. Uh, like my one of my favorite bands, Ghost, won for best metal performance, and that wasn't on TV or anything like that. So maybe they do do style, but um, this was like televised. <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely indicative of K-pop industry that these awards, like these awards, definitely reflect the K-pop industry that they're more producer, you know, company driven than artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially because. Every time you turn around, there's a new group coming out, and sometimes, like, members of groups go off and do their own thing, or they're a part of a smaller group of members within that larger group. Yeah, like, subunits, people go off and do their own thing, so I think it's more about the music you create than the group you're a part of. There seems to be less um, of a loyalty to a specific group rather than to just success of that company. It's all so confusing. It's all too much. It's too much. Yes. I just wish they would focus on groups like Girls Day, you know, like focus on groups that actually have talent, harvesting that talent, then I feel like a lot Constantly coming out with new stuff over and over again. Yeah, it's like a numbers game, and I would rather have quality than quantity. But of course, we're not making any money off this. No, we're not. They are. So I'm sure they know what makes money, and that is multiple CDs and multiple groups. Yep. But the fan culture in Korea is also different. Like, me and you, like, multiple groups, multiple bands, multiple songs, whole different genres. We kind of like it all. Mm -hmm. But in Korea, you're supposed to be loyal to, like, one group. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, you're kind of seen as disrespectful. Like, you're supposed to join the fan club for that group and go there and support them and buy their CDs. But if there's too many, you know... What are people supposed to do? They're going to eventually... There's going to be a point of saturation where it's all too much. And no one's going to make the money that they want to make. Yeah. Well, I feel like that sometimes happens. And I feel like yeah. some, sometimes groups just fade in and out of existence so fast we don't even catch it. Like, nom. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I feel like they're still sticking around. Because they I have, can't... like, that unique thing. It's impossible to find information about this stuff. I know. It really is. Um... Uh, when we go to Seoul, we're going to investigate... <laughs> We're, we're gonna roll around in trench coats outside of SM offices and figure out what the fuck is happening. <laughs> no, their entertainment group is like Nature of Man Entertainment. It's just them. I have no idea. I feel like they like got invested in like gay fashion. Like that one underwear yeah. show Nick makes me watch all the fucking time. I can't remember what it's called now. Help me, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call Nick right after this. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. I think some of these people who won are definitely deserving. 
Um, I mean, you can't really knock stats. Like, this is something based on stats and not really merit. So, I was a little surprised that IU wasn't on the receiving end of any of these awards, because I know she's, like, a big favorite. Um, I guess her sales just didn't match up. Yeah, I think maybe she just came out with it too late and it just didn't have quite the impact we thought it did, even though I absolutely loved that video for 23. That was amazing. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I was also surprised I didn't see Lim Kim on there. But, you know, yeah. we just, we have our own faves and we, we blow them up in our minds. But really, it's EXO that dominates the field. Always and forever EXO. Real talk, guys. We don't give a shit about <laughs> We don't give a shit about EXO. Sorry about it. I just like... Sorry, not sorry. Well, okay... Enlighten us on our channel page about how much you love XO and why you like them because really I can't I don't understand why yeah. like there just seems to be too many members there's nothing really defining about the group they just kind of seem like Super Junior in the past like a younger Super Junior I know they're good dancers but so is so is everybody else though I know everyone, everyone else except T.O.P. <laughs> everyone except T.O.P. is a good dancer true everyone is a professional dancer yeah so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, tell us how stupid we are. Please send it to soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Enlighten us. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. So we're going to move on to DC Superhero Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I stumbled upon this as, I think it was a Jezebel article. Probably. On Facebook. And I was like, cool. And I thought it was super cute. Um, they only have videos on YouTube right now, but basically it's just, it's kind of like you, what you said, Monster High, but... Uh, and Never with, After, yeah. Yeah, but with DC superhero they girls. all Yeah, they all go to, like, Superhero High. Mm-hmm. Um, it focuses on, I think, like, six superheroes, but there's a bunch of uh, supporting characters. Oh, yeah. Uh, most of them are from media that's being recently released, so yeah. Batman versus Superman... Um, a lot of people from Suicide Squad, I was kind of surprised, because that's adult, but I guess if it's going to be out there. Um, some people from Teen Titans, so it's all stuff that's current. They have Wonder Woman, Supergirl, uh, Barbara Gordon, who works in their IT department, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> Harley Quinn, and um, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. I thought that was weird that they're in this show, they're being presented as heroes, even though they're villains, so... Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too, but I guess, you know, you gotta start somewhere. They have Katana, Bumblebee, Starfire, Miss Martian. Oh, yeah, Miss Martian and Starfire were friends, which I thought was cute, because they're both aliens. Yeah. Uh, Hot Girl, who's the hall monitor, Star Sapphire, Beast Boy, Cyborg... The Flash, Hal Jordan, their principal is Amanda Waller, who's in Suicide Squad, um, Killer Frost, Cheetah, just a lot. Like, I'm surprised how many people they have, actually. Yeah, and another thing that surprised me, too, when I was watching it is that they have a lot of the same people who, like, voice them and other stuff are voicing them in this show, in this this little children's show. Harley Quinn is voiced by Tara Strong, who voices her in about 11 adaptations of the Batman universe, mm-hmm. and including the Arkham Asylum games, so they definitely got her. Starfire's voice actress is the same, and so is Beast Boy's. Yeah. 
and a lot of them sound like My Little Pony characters, but I I looked it up. They're, they're not the same people. They just kind of sound like it. I wonder if when you're going into voice act for, like, a kid's show that you are told to have a certain candor to your voice. Oh, yeah. That more, that appeals more to young children. Um, it's like a sing-songy, yeah. like, I'm a youthful person, and I'm also excited! Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cute, and Emily did more research on this because she's better than me at everything. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> thanks, Em. <laughs> um, and she basically discovered that, like Monster High, this was pre- pretty much made to sell dolls because dolls it's partnered with Mattel. Yeah, they partnered. There was actually an announcement like two days ago um, about. Target coming out with a line with this. It's DC Superhero Girls and Mattel, of course, coming out with products. And like Monster High and Ever After High, they use the webisodes to promote the series, which is really to promote the products, which makes the most money, other than advertising on, like, a YouTube show. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that as a business model. It makes me feel kind of grimy. I wish that they would... Make good content for young girls and just do that for the sake of giving content to young girls instead of just trying to make people buy dolls. Yeah, and, like, I do think that the the series, uh, the videos that they put out right now are relatively good. And I know they haven't um, expanded it to television yet, but I know that they're going to at some point. Maybe the content will be better then. It didn't seem bad to it me at bad. all. No, um, it was not, however, on the caliber of something like My Little Pony. No, where you could really tell that they like poured their heart and souls into the plot and really thought about what each episode was going to be focused on, and then they had a whole overarching plot. I don't think that kind of intensity is being poured into this series. No, because the episodes are five minutes long. Right, but I don't think that they're going to be five minutes long when they broadcast them on television. Yeah. But hopefully it's not crap. No. Because this kind of stuff excites me, though, because it's not something that's necessarily been done before, Mm -hmm. and I think it could be really cool and really, like, get girls interested in comics at an early age, which would be nice. Yeah, I think they're going after the same audience as girls who like Monster High Dolls and Ever After High Dolls, but also... Just kids who like Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Just more of a focus on the girls who like Teen Titans Go. And I I really like Teen Titans Go, too, but that's more of, like, a a comedy thing where I think this is more to help them grow, like, learn morals and that kind of thing. Yeah, this is... Um, Yeah, this is more, um, teach everyone to be nice. Yeah. Or, Or, like... I think most of it is uh, centered around Wonder Woman, who's a transfer student, and I yeah. think it's more about, you need to be, like, true to yourself. And build and building friendships, too, I think is another important part, because there's, one of the small episodes I watched was with uh, her and Harley Quinn are roommates. Yeah, Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn are roommates, what the hell? Yeah, and <laughs> and Wonder Woman's just trying to, like, live her life, but Harley Harley's always like, let me bother you, blah, 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 and it, it's... Uh, Turns out that all she wanted to be was Wonder Woman's friend. And finally, Wonder Woman's like, you want to hang out, basically? And then they become friends, and it's cute. Um, But yeah. (laughs) There was also another episode that I really liked that was, they had to design their, like, super suits. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Wonder Woman, and they're, like, working together. And Wonder Woman's is, like, this pink suit with, like, a cape and high-heeled boots and they're like, oh, it's an emergency. Get out to the front lawn of the school. And her cape gets caught on a locker and it slows her down. And then she runs out onto the grass. And 
the heels of her stiletto boots get stuck in the ground and she like lifts up a giant thing of sod <laughs> and like falls and it just goes to show you some of these costumes that uh, are overtly sexual aren't really practical. And they're kind of doing a wink-wink, nudge-nudge yeah, at that. Good undertone. Good undertone. I was like, yes. DC superhero girls, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mostly girl power stuff, I guess. Yeah. I really, I thought it was cute. I hope in the future that they focus more on the content and less on the marketing. Yes. That is my hope. Alright, so, the next thing we're going to talk about is Taemin's music video. The first one was Drip Drop? No. Drop Drip? Drip Drop. Okay, the first one released, I, I believe, was Drip Drop, and it's a performance video. Okay. But we watched it second. Right, and the performance video is just basically the dance, and we'll talk yeah. about that later. But what was the other video? Um, it was Punch Your Number? Press Your Number. Pre- it was Press Your Number. <laughs> yes. Shit, okay. <laughs> Alright, so Taman's Pressure Number um, was a very interesting music video, as all of them are. Yeah, him and a group of multiracial hoodlums are, like, hanging out, just... Being boys, getting the cheeky Nando, <laughs> and yeah. he, he looks so out of place. It was weird, okay, because it, like, opens and he's in a convenience store, and the lyrics say, I I'm feel freaky, freaky. <laughs> and then he pulls out a gun, and me and Emily are like, what? That is a tone change. Uh, yeah, okay, that stuff does not happen in K-pop music videos, alright? So he pulls out a gun, and we're like, and, no, and it's like a tiny revolver, like a fucking James Bond gun. God. Yeah, and then, okay, so then he goes up to the white girl at the counter and holds up the fucking convenience store. And he's like, put the money in the bag, put the money, and she's like putting money in the bag. I was like, what the fuck is going he, on? By the way, he's the most unconvincing gangster I've ever seen in my life. For one, his hoodie <laughs> is not pulled over his face, so you can see his fucking blonde ass hair and his fucking face, and he's just like holding the gun. He's not even waving it around, he's just pointing it, and, not and saying he, anything. And he's wearing like eyeshadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most identifiable man in the world. I know. <laughs> so then he gets into the car and he like drives away and then he's like in the desert but there's mountains. He's like in the valley of mountains but it's like a desert and he hits a tree and like he wakes up and all of his friends are gone and he's bleeding and he's like, whoa, what's going on? And he looks at the gun and he's like, what is this? So we're thinking Jekyll and Hyde. He's not really remembering what he's doing. Yeah, it seems like very like dual personality. Also, can we just can we just ask why all the music videos lately have been set in Nevada? Like that's what it looks like. It looks <laughs> like they threw them in the desert in Nevada and they're like, let's film a video. I'm talking about ice cream cake, red velvet. <laughs> I'm talking about hot pink EXID. We need to- I'm talking about <laughs> this fucking music video. What the fuck is happening? I don't know, but we need to find out where they film. I bet it's, they're, they're it's like, somewhere in Asia. I know that, but we gotta find out. I bet it's somewhere in like China or something. They're just like aesthetic. What's with the desert aesthetic with mountains? Tell us. Tell it, us. It's K-pop the trend. Fans. It's not. 
Trend alert. Trend, trend alert. <laughs> trend alert. <laughs> Deserts. Sand. Ooh. Mountains. Striking orange versus green color schemes. Ooh, ah, dirt. Ooh, ah. <laughs> you said turnt? <laughs> dirt. <laughs> oh, we're still... Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he... The fashion in this video, I just have to make a note, is spot on. He wears the most impeccably styled leather jacket with buttons on it. Yeah. I was like, I want that jacket. <laughs> I want it so bad. And he wears, like, of course, he has to wear a fucking turtleneck. Mm-hmm. A tactile neck. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. uh, really tight ripped jeans that looked really good on him. Excellent. And then he, like, it switches back to him in, like, a mansion sometimes. And yeah, just, with, with his boys after but, they've gotten the cheeky Nando. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, in a mansion. and Counting he, money. And then he looks very dapper, but also bored. He, he's wearing, and like... And sad and confused. He's wearing a, a burgundy Austin Powers get up. <laughs> dapper. <laughs> and he's, like, dancing alone, and his friends are counting money. And then he's... And then it like cuts to him being thrown into a trunk. He has duct tape on his mouth and his hands are tied in like a trunk of blue roses. Yeah, and then there's also flashbacks of him of him being held up at the convenience store. So I'm like very confused about what's actually happening in this music video. Like is it him or is it somebody else or is he like I don't I don't even we know. Don't, I, think, I don't know. I think that um because his album's coming out and that there's probably going to be more music videos. I think this is going to be a continuing plot through these music videos. And I hope so. I I'm hope confused. concept albums are cool. And yeah. concept music videos are also cool. So hopefully we'll get some answers in the next music video that is released. Um, but there's like a motif of blue roses everywhere. Uh, yeah. We don't really know what they mean yet. Nope. There, there are no clues, okay? We're not being that stupid. We watched it, alright? And I didn't <laughs> see any obvious clues. He also has uh, a bunch of different backup dancers in fucking double denim. They have a, de- a jean jacket and jean pants, so jants yeah. and a jacket. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, and, and one just... guy, one of the, the <laughs> one of them was so beefy and had a soul patch it was so distracting i was it like it was very weird he looked like a russian hitman yeah <laughs> yeah and they were like getting down in the desert at the end of the music video he like strikes up a lighter and he lights something on fire but you don't know what it is okay no 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 you do know what oh, it you is do? he pours gas all over uh, oh no, he, he pours kerosene all over the top of the car oh, okay. while he's standing on it, and then he lights his lighter and then drops it at his feet. So he's lighting himself and the car on fire at the end of the video, but then it just cuts to like a road, like the yeah. midline of a road, and then just credits. Yeah, L- this, like it's a movie. Yeah, the beginning was very cinematic too. It's mm-hmm. it's shot in widescreen, and when I mean widescreen, I mean wide screen. It is beautiful. This thing is shot impeccably. So I'm guessing because they're going with like a movie thing that they are going to continue this. And that's not dramatic at all, lighting the car and yourself on fire. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) what a way to end the music video, I guess. Yeah. And then um, we watched Drip Drop, which only has a performance video, which is only dancing. Drip, drop, 
However, he seems to be dressed in the same style from the music video previous, and his yeah. backup dancers are the same people. Yes. He has that nice-ass leather jacket on in it, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Um, same turtleneck. Same turtleneck. Weird suspenders. He took. He takes off the jacket, and he's wearing gun holsters. So you know that it's supposed to be connected. Is that a gun holster? Because it really looked like a, that, a weird armpit fanny pack. Those are gun holsters. <laughs> it looked, but it looked really big though. It looked like a. It looked like they at were least, dumb, like that's what cops wear. Yeah, but it, but wouldn't it be more snug than that? Wouldn't it be a smaller pocket? He's a tiny man. No, 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 no. This thing looked like you could fit a folder in it. No, I'm telling you those were gun holsters. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking telling you. Okay, I'm just stupid then. I thought he was going to carry around a composition notebook. <laughs> a satchel? A <laughs> satchel. Yeah. Yeah, so the dance they do is very technical because, of course, Taman is a dancer. Mm-hmm. Lead lots dancer. of control, lots of hand and arm movements. You could definitely tell that he is tensing and stuff to, like, make it extremely controlled. It looked beautiful. He but got down I expect- on the floor. I expected no less from Taman. Yeah, if he was, a, if, it was if it was a dumb dance, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'd be what like, is "What this? is this?" Top. <laughs> we love you, Top. Please, I love shitting on Top's dance moves. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, he gets he does floor work, and because they're in the fucking desert, he gets dirt all over his fucking pants, and like it just stays there. And I'm like, wipe your pants. <laughs> And I'm just like, ooh, yes, Taman, you're so dirty. Yes, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you roll around on the floor. It's fine. Yeah. So I'm excited for his album to drop. It sounds like it's R&B flavored. You know? Yeah. I'm excited to see what he comes up with. I'm more excited to watch the music videos. Yeah. So that was it. The episode's That's over. It. Woo. Woo. You did it. Good job, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just look up Soulmates Podcast. I'm sure y'all know. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can follow us on Tumblr where we post cool stuff. We don't just post our episodes. We post other stuff, too, um, at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, tell us why we're stupid for not liking EXO, soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Anything else I'm missing? Podbean? Not that I can think of. Yeah, you can find us on Podbean, too. Just search Soulmates Podcast. Um, We update every two weeks. Yeah, on Friday. On Friday. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time. See ya.